Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Mike Chu, a physical therapist, certified dementia practitioner, and your alternative career coach. Welcome to our career healthcare podcasting show, where we talk about different ways to find your alternative career and achieve both work and financial freedom. So visit our website, drmikechua.com or alternativehealthcarecareers.com for more information. Again, thank you for watching and listening. Welcome to our show. Be awesome, be great, be excellent, ACG. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Mike Chua, physical therapist. And yes, I'm your alternative healthcare career coach. Tonight, we're going to be talking about how to transition from being a physical therapist assistant to a physician assistant with Yolanda Johnson. Hello Note is a truly therapist-friendly practice management solution with integrated EMR that will enhance workflow, efficiency, and patient care. Hello Note reduces error and allows you to spend more time with your patients. It comes integrated with billing. Claims are generated once a note is completed. You can bill with one click and a patient portal, which streamlines the patient intake process. Beautifully engineered and cloud-based for easy accessibility, the software works on all platforms. You can access patient records from anywhere. We also offer 24-7 support. HelloNote is the practice management solution that you're looking for. going on my facebook and youtube friends if you're watching live comment live watching on the replay please comment replay what's going on mr ray berardinelli what's going on brother it was nice seeing you again live there in uh in orlando florida hey if you haven't checked out ray you gotta check out his uh his uh, thing is called emr sucks he's got this amazing uh, thing going on right so thank you very much, Ray, for commenting live. Hola, como esta señora? Angelica Merlano. What is going on, Angelica? How are you doing there in uh, in Tennessee? I know you're in Tennessee, right? Well, anyway, uh, we appreciate you everything. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you for watching uh, live and also on the replay, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But before I keep on going, I just would like to show this thing here. Can you see it? If you guys can see it, uh, type in I can see it. But uh, there you go. It says here your highs and your lows are equally important. Own your story, ladies and gentlemen. There will be times that you're going to be in the upside, you know, downside, you know, uh, we just went. To, we, we came from Florida. Attended, a, you know, this amazing uh, conference called Smart Success for Healthcare Professionals. And 
aside from going to and speaking in that conference, we also went to Universal Studio and um, my kids and I, you know, not not all the rides, but uh, my kids, they rode all these crazy roller coasters, you know, up and down. And this is just perfect. It says here, your highs and your lows are equally important. If you want to if you want to enjoy this uh, ride called life, there will be ups and downs. There will be, you know. Going around or whatever you call that twisting motion, and even sometimes it's gonna be what you call this turning around like this. I don't know what you call that. It's just going around like that, twisting. You're gonna sh- sometimes you're gonna shout, sometimes you're gonna cry. My wife, she cries, you know. Uh, sometimes you're gonna enjoy, sometimes you're gonna throw up, right? And that's life, ladies and gentlemen. That's life, but the key here is you're accepting that challenge of riding this lot lighting riding this lot this ride called life because eventually you're going to reach that destination of going to that end of that ride and sometimes it's going to be a really long line waiting for the line right anybody here has been uh uh ridden like a, a long line you're waiting for like 30 40 sometimes an hour or two just to go into that that ride right so you just have to keep going uh, yes, Angelica said she is in Knoxville. Thank you very much, Angelica. We need to go there. We need to, we need to say, uh, see you there in Knoxville. And what's going on, Seb? What's up? What's going on, Seb? Thank you very much for watching. Well, anyway, uh, our, uh, our person that we're going to be interviewing tonight is, is very special because a lot of the people in our group, the Alternative Healthcare Career Group, they've been asking, hey, I'm a PTA, I'm a CODA, I'm a PT, I want to transition to a physical uh, physician assistant, a PA, and how do I do this? And uh, I saw this lady posting, you know, stuff in, in, in our groups, like, you know, finally graduated. She's got this white coat and everything. I'm like, gosh, this lady is such an inspiration. And she's a PTA and just took her board exam and now a physician assistant, PA, and then this girl just rock it. So I just wanted to introduce her. Her name is Yolanda Johnson. So she is originally from California, but she's been in Virginia now for a little about over 20 years, she said. And she graduated. Listen to this. She graduated PTA school in 2013 and returned to school in 2014 to become a PA. It's just one year, ladies and gentlemen, after PTA school. We're going to ask that, you know, how she, you know, how she did it, how she, how she transitioned and what are the challenges that she encountered. And right now she's obviously she took her board exam. And uh, the goal for this interview is actually to inspire, to empower, to encourage, to equip you guys in, in this group, in the alternative health career group. Uh, that if she can do it, you guys can do it too. All right. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in. Yolanda J. Hello. <laughs> what is going on, Yolanda? Appreciate you again. Thank you very much. This is like uh, like a year in the making, right? No, not really. Months in the making that I've been trying to reach out to you. Hey, Yolanda, please grant mm. me this awesome this interview because we really need your your uh your uh your knowledge and how you really transitioned from a pta to now being a pa and uh please tell us could you please tell us who you are what you did really do why why from pta now you became a pa could you just tell us how how you did that 
So crazy thing, before I got accepted into PTA school, um, I got to, I got to volunteer with this woman at the hospital and she was really nice. She taught me a lot about physical therapy and I told her, you know, when I get accepted into PA, PTA school, if I'm allowed to, you know, choose you again for a preceptor that, you know, I, I, I'm definitely going to do that. Um, and so I did. So I got to be with her again. And one day I was working with her. She was like, you have to shadow my best friend. She's a orthopedic surgery PA. And my preceptor was telling me that I would make a great PA and at the time, I had no idea what a PA was. I was like, well, why not? I'll go watch some, you know, total hip replacements. And, and oh, my goodness, the surgeon literally handed her the drill. And she was literally doing, like, the joint replacements. And I, and that's when I knew that this is definitely what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but I still, I still really liked physical therapy. But before even thinking about physical therapy, I've always had a passion um, to get into medicine. And so I did. And so it, it basically unfolded then. And then right around the same time, the program director of the school that I just graduated from sent an email to my PTA program director and basically said, you know, your PTA student should apply to PA school. They would make great PAs. So it it kind of happened at the same time. We got that email and then I got to shadow a PA and I felt like those two just kind of came together and it was, it's almost like it was meant to be. Um, and so after I graduated PTA school, I knew that I wanted to just take one good year, you know, study hard, be a good PTA um, because th this, that was actually my first healthcare career. Um, I was a food uh, cashier at Food Lion first so healthcare was just like completely new. So I didn't want to go back to school like right away. I wanted to just take some time. Um, once I started going back in 2014, I'll never forget the day. So first day back to school, I actually was a preceptor. So I had my student that was his first day starting with me. And then I worked eight to four. And then I just turned around and went to the community college. <laughs> so you were a preceptor for a PTA too? I was when I started uh -huh. back school, I was a preceptor that same day. So it was just kind of like, it's all happening right now. <laughs> um, well, sometimes when it rains, it pours, right? You know, sometimes, but it, it was good because it was, it was nice to teach someone else and then just kind of go back to, so it's like I had a student and then I was a student. So it, we kind of laughed about it, um, but it, it was a great experience. And I actually got to use, my precepting hours as my volunteer on my PA application. So kind of a little loophole. Um, a lot of people volunteer at churches and soup kitchens and things, but you know, we're all full-time working people. So we don't really have time to volunteer even if we want to. Um, so that was basically all of my volunteer. Um, that was 200 hours. And then I, I counted like 30 hours from PTA school. So other than that, I just had my five years of experience and then just 230 hours of volunteer. Wow. Um, so if you are looking to apply to PA school, you could use your precepting hours as volunteer. Um, hmm. Yeah. That's, so, that's very good info there. Just like uh, Tony was uh, saying, valuable info. Thank you very much, Tony. <laughs> so did you hear that ladies and gentlemen? Uh, if, if, 
you got to ac accept some students. You know, our goal here is not just to to do it for ourselves. And the re I have like students all the time that shadows me both for undergrad and also for the DPT. And uh, I get CE free CEU. Uh, I don't really need CEUs, but uh, I teach a CEU class, but I get free CEUs. And look at what uh, Yolanda did, ladies and gentlemen. If you're still watching, comment, you know, type in your question or whatever. But look at what she did. She she had a she had a student with her, and that counted towards her volunteer hours, you know, in her application to the PTA school. And part of it, too, when you're teaching, you're actually learning, too. Why? Because when you hear it, you forget. When you see it, you remember. But when you're actually teaching someone, you're actually understanding it more. Am I correct, Yolanda? You are correct. I definitely, I definitely felt like having a student made me, it made me have to be better. Like I couldn't like slack off in any way. Like I had to do things gold standard. Mm. <laughs> That's um, true. You know, by the book and what we actually do in the clinic is just, you know, it's not really the same. It's just different. Um, but yeah. Well, I so, guess my next question, Yolanda, is so uh, uh, we, we already mentioned it, that uh, you wanted to be in the medical field. You know, you saw your friend, you know, doing, you know, surgery with that surgeon and everything. So uh, why, why PA? I mean, why not? Physical therapist, you know, from PTA. Why not physical therapist? I mean, so just an honest, uh, uh, no holds bar. Why become PA instead of, you know, being a physical therapist? Like, you know, uh, tell me about it. So I did, I did honestly waver between PT and PA. Um, the PT degree is very expensive. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? That's I, so true. I feel like. As a PTA, I appreciate that I get to do all of the follow-up treatments. And I feel like a lot of physical therapists do, you know, the evals and a lot of paperwork and stuff. And I wanna, I wanna do evaluations and I wanna do treatments. And I felt like PAs do that, you know, they see the patient, they treat the patient, they follow the patient. It's not like you do the eval and you you pass it off to someone else, you know. Um, so yeah. So that's that's the main reason why I didn't choose PT. I didn't want to pay a hundred thousand dollars plus for something that I'm that I was already doing. Um, especially when my PTA degree only cost me like seven thousand or something. So that would have just I don't know drained me really. <laughs> Financially, so wouldn't have so made sense. It's funny you mentioned that. You know, some of my students that I have uh, right now, the one student I have, she said she's got like two hundred twenty six thousand. You know, and the other one was like almost 300. And I mean, I don't know how they're going to, I mean, they're going to be able to pay for it when they you know become a PT, but uh, still, you know, uh, I mean, even just the master's degree, uh, I was looking it up like uh, for OTs, like 86,000 without the undergrad. Uh, I mean, and then we got students here, 200,000, 226. Uh, but you know, going back to our the hope and inspiration that we teach. Now you're going to be your uh, PA. Uh, so now you're a PA. Where are you going to practice? Are you gonna practice there in Virginia? Yeah. So I, when I got my acceptance letter for PA school, I actually decided to go to a recruiting station and I joined the military. So I did get orders for Portsmouth. So I get to stay. I get to stay home. <laughs> you mentioned that earlier. You know, you you. You, the reason why, you know, uh, what's the reason why, you know, you, you went to the military? Could you tell us your, 
your journey there? So the reason why I joined the military is because I've kind of always had it in the back of my mind, but I never really thought I was like strong enough. And by strong enough, I mean like getting through boot camp <laughs> mentally and physically. Um, my dad was a command master chief uh, for the Navy. So, and then my grandfather was also a command master chief. So Navy kind of runs in like my family, my little sisters in the Navy as well. Um, so when I learned about the opportunity to join as a petty officer first class, E6, and then after PA school transitioned to a naval officer, um, I felt like that was perfect. Um, so I won't go to boot camp. I'll go to officer development school where they'll teach me how to like salute and do all the things. Um, but the physical requirements are a lot less than boot camp. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So did the, I assume did the military help with the tuition and everything uh, or does, how does that work? I don't know. So for, the, mm-hmm. so for the program that I'm in, it's called HSCP. So it's a collegiate program. So for the program I'm in, we get paid $50,000 a year to live off of. So I get E6 pay active duty, you know, with full benefits. Um, and basically for the program I'm in, it's, it's better if you, if you're going to a PA program, that's cheaper. Um, so that way you could actually use that money to go towards the tuition. But the school I went to Eastern Virginia medical school is quite expensive. <laughs> um I will say, I mean, I, I owe about 130000 and I have classmates who owe over two hundred. So the military definitely helped. I was able to kind of pay some as I went, but um, versus the HPSP program, it, that's a full scholarship where they would cover all of all your tuition, your books, and you get just you get like twenty two hundred a month to live off of. So those wow. are the two options. So it really it really, really helped. You know, I mean, that's it did. Sad. Wow. Wow. It did. Well, well, Tony, thank you very much. You know, yeah, black hat. It's just a coincidence, man. But yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, but yeah, thank you very much, Tony. So, so you were still, you're enlisted. Am I correct? I am currently enlisted. Once I Mm -hmm. pass my board exam, I'll commission just before I go to officer school. Oh, wow. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Sometimes all of us, we find, you know, excuses but if you stop finding excuses, if you know how to find excuses, you're going to find some solution too. And that's what Yolanda's, Yolanda did. She finds some solution to the excuses that other people has. So stop creating excuses, ladies and gentlemen, and start finding ways how you can cut down your debt, how you can actually achieve this goal that you're wanting. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just amazing. It's just inspirational how Yolanda did it. So Yolanda, so from 2014... How long did it took you? You know, I know it's, you know, but uh, how long, you know, um, is it that hard? I mean, we were talking about medication earlier. I mean, can you tell <laughs> us your journey there? Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's weird because PTA school was really hard. <laughs> I literally scraped by with a 3.0. It took everything out of me. Um, and PA school was harder, but I actually did better. I ended up getting a 3.5 in the end um, wow. because I told myself that I wasn't going to struggle through another program. Um, not to mention, obviously, going through one healthcare program, you're kind of a lot smarter anyway, just having like common sense knowledge of how things actually work. Um, so the PA part 
wasn't super challenging for me. It was definitely hard. I mean, there was weeks where we'd have three tests a week for like two to three weeks straight, you know? Um, so it wasn't easy, but I didn't let it break me. <laughs> Got my eight hours of sleep every night. Um, didn't work out. So that, that wasn't good. Um, but you know, something has to give when you're just so busy studying. So my, my wow. program was two and a half years. Um, and then yeah. before that it was like four years of like prereqs and bachelors and just all that stuff. Okay. I was going to ask you that too. Uh, but, uh, uh, before I ask you the next question, uh, I don't know if you heard what she said, ladies and gentlemen, PTA school is hard. You know what she said? PA school is harder, but you know what? If you go easy on your life right now, life will be harder in the future. But if you go hard right now and harder right now, your life will be easy in the future. So think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Think about it. I mean, do you want to have a hard life right now and easy after this or take it easy and they're going to be harder later? I would rather do this thing hard right now, go hard, and then have an easy life in the future. And, you know, you're, you're doing it not just because for yourself. You're doing it for a bigger and higher purpose. You're doing it for your family. You're doing it for your, your, the future of your kids. You're doing it for your community. You're doing it for, for everyone. Uh, I love what uh, Seb said here, inspiring. Thank you very much, uh, Seb. You know, uh, and then Seb also say uh, discipline. There you go. <laughs> discipline this is, this is right. <laughs> this is what we just need. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, Seb. Uh, uh, Yolanda and I were just talking about, you know, uh, back home in the Philippines, we have the citizen army training, you know, ROTC, uh, that we're, you know, we get to serve the, uh, the military back home in the Philippines. And it teaches us, it taught me discipline, you know, in learning how to push through the hard times. And it's going to be hard. Nobody says PTPA school is going to be easy. But the key here is you're pushing and moving forward one day at a time, one step at a time, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, so I'm going to ask Yonda again. So after PA, PTA school, a lot of a lot of people are probably confused. What is PTA? PA? It's confusing. The physical therapy assistant school. Did so? What kind of prereqs did they, did they ask you to to get? You know, during that time, were you working to as a PTA while you're getting mm-hmm. your prereqs? And did you actually go to an actual school? Or you did it some online stuff. Could you share us what you did there, Yolanda? Yeah, so I worked full time as a PTA the whole way through um, and stopped working as a PTA three months before I started PA school. Um, So initially, when I started going back, I went to a community college that was about 20 minutes from my house, um, went almost every day in the evenings. Um, The only prereq course that I took online was microbiology, and that was hybrid, but that was only because when I took biology, I felt like the class was really easy and that I could teach myself microbiology. So I just kind of just saved myself a drive and just did lecture at home. Um, and then after I did all the prereqs, I transitioned to the local university. And then at that point, I did all my bachelor's courses online. Um, yeah. And then so prereqs for PA school for the program that I applied to, I needed anatomy and physiology general chemistry, organic chemistry, part one, English statistics, and I believe two different psychology courses. 
And that was it. And luckily, my school accepted courses within a 10-year window. So I had gotten A's in anatomy before PTA school because I needed it then. And so they counted. So I didn't have to retake those, thank goodness, because a lot of programs actually have a five-year window for anatomy. So even if you got an A 10 years ago, it wouldn't count. Um, So I got really lucky because I don't, I personally, I would be really sad if I had to retake a course I got an A in (laughs) because it's like I already Mm. proved myself once, you know. Um. And even though I had taken anatomy 10 years before I started PA school, basically, I still, I got like a 93 for graduate school anatomy with cadaver and, you know, all the things. So the time limit didn't, it didn't affect me because that's actually my favorite class. So so uh, more than 10 years doesn't count take that again? Right. So for my program, all your prereqs have to be within a 10 year window, but most PA programs want your courses within five to seven years. Um, seven years. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the same thing with me. I had to take some because I graduated 99. And when I came here, uh, 2010 or 11. So that's the reason why I have to go back to DPT school and then prove that our education is equivalent to the current standard. So and also my wife, she's a nurse back home and uh, her credit didn't, they didn't accepted it. So she cannot take the NCLEX. So uh-huh. she had to you know, get all the the subjects again here and studying again. But she didn't, you know, so it's, it's all about uh, uh, that, uh, probably that rule there. So well, we just have to do what we have to do, right? Yeah. So you mentioned about uh, the prereqs and everything like that. You did your online bachelor. So. See, ladies and gentlemen, it's doable. It's 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 hard, like what she said. But all you need to do is just keep pushing. If you really want it, you really want to get out of the the therapy or PTA, PTA field or whatever discipline you are you're at, PT, PTA, OT, OTR, or SLP. Just have to go out there and just run with it, you know. So, uh, Yolanda, uh, I guess my next question now is. Uh, uh, where are you now in your journey? Are you, you know, you got like all this job open and job offers and everything like that. So <laughs> I haven't applied anywhere only because, you know, I'm in the military, so I don't really want to do anything else other than that. Um, mm-hmm. so I actually, I actually have not applied for my Virginia license just because I don't plan on moonlining until next year. Um, so right now I'm just waiting for my board exam results. Um, I have my soft orders for Portsmouth. So I'm waiting for my official orders that I'm actually going to be stationed here. And then the plan is to go to officer school at the end of September. So the detailer basically told me have a nice summer. So I'm getting paid to just kind of hang out. <laughs> wow. And I'm going to wow. work on my physical fitness because obviously military. So that's like my job now working out. Living the life, right? Living the life there. So again, thank you for your service, right? Appreciate you. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of my friends and, and their relatives, obviously, you know, it's 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 not it's not easy, <laughs> yeah, to be in the military. Uh, but uh, before we keep on going, we're gonna we're gonna be back uh, in a few uh, minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, right Note is a truly therapist-friendly practice management solution with integrated EMR that will enhance workflow, efficiency, and patient care. Hello Note reduces error and allows you to spend more time with your patients. It comes integrated with billing 
claims are generated once a note is completed. You can bill with one click and a patient portal, which streamlines the patient intake process. Beautifully engineered and cloud-based for easy accessibility, the software works on all platforms. You can access patient records from anywhere. We also offer 24-7 support. HelloNote is the practice management solution that you're looking for. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is hellonote.com. Check it out, hellonote.com. It's actually the EMR that we use in our outpatient clinic. It's so much easier to use, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's much easier compared to other system that I've used before. You know, so, uh, you, I was actually doing some paperwork earlier. I was able to finish like, uh, 20, 20 minutes, uh, tops on, uh, adding a, uh, what you call this an evaluation. So easy. And it integrates with your billing system. So check it out. Hellonote.com. Uh, uh, hellnote.com basically, right? So uh, check it out. All right. That is the Alzheimer's Disease and Dementia Care Seminar, the required course to be a certified dementia practitioner. If you want to be a certified dementia practitioner, come and join that class. I think we're going to do it uh, not this month, but uh, I think it's going to be on July. I just got so busy this month. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, com slash ADDC. All right. So check it out. All right.
Yes, that's called uh, Therhab Fitness. Hey, if you want to start your own uh, group exercise program or outpatient clinic like what I'm doing right now, we're opening up our own uh, Jerehab Physical Therapy and Wellness in Jackson, Tennessee. That's the class that I bought or the, the certification, uh, the license that we got. If you want to teach a group class, this is it. That's the, the thing that you want to uh, get because uh, Patrice is a physical therapist. She formulated and developed that uh, program where she teaches, you know, you, we as therapists on how to uh, do group exercises. It's a therapist led or created, whatever you call that. So, all right, check it out. They have fitness. All right. Yes, uh, like what I said, if you wanted to be guided on how to start your own uh, Jerehab practice, reach out to me. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about it. But uh, tonight we are actually interviewing Yolanda Johnson. She's actually a PTA and turned, you know, just uh, graduated and finished PA school. And uh, we're going to ask you, you know, we've been asking her some questions, how she transitioned and everything. So let's go ahead and bring back Yolanda. Yolanda, are you still there? There you go, sister. Again, thank you very much for joining uh us i know you are a very busy woman so uh you please tell us again um you know you you i know you, you already told us the plans you know you're going to go back to military and do and serve and everything like that but uh, could you please tell us what is your biggest challenge in you know doing this you know from whether it's a personal challenge a career or transitioning or school could you please tell us your biggest challenge in this journey that you're doing and how did you turn it around, sister? Oof, biggest challenge? I guess through the whole process, I've I've had, I'll say three major hurdles. Um, mm-hmm. The first one was when I was transitioning from the community college to the university. Um, one of my courses was still in progress and the program director was telling me that she wasn't going to let me start the program in fall because that class wasn't ready or because I hadn't, I hadn't finished it. Um, but my best friend was also in that same class with me, you know, and they accepted her into the program. And so I was basically devastated that I wasn't going to be able to, you know, start college on time. And cause I had this whole five year plan, everything needed to mm. go like according to plan. <laughs> um, yep. So I was just like, I wrecked that day, showed up to a patient's house and, she saw that my eyes were red and she was like, what was wrong? And then I like started crying again because I was telling her the story. <laughs> um, but then it all got resolved. Thank goodness. And I was able to start on time. And then, you know, then that was OK. Um, and then last year, um, my husband was actually diagnosed with an autoimmune condition, um, multiple sclerosis. Mm. Um, so I don't know. If, if you guys know what that condition is, but basically it's your own body attack, 
attacking your myelin sheath. So you have myelin covering your brain, your spinal cord. Um, so he's in like a lot of pain and stuff like that. So in and out of the hospital and just stuff like that, you know, so going through school while having a loved one that's kind of going through some health stuff. Um, it was a bit challenging because I wanted to be there with him for like all the different tests and MRIs and all that stuff. Um, he's doing okay now, so that's good, but he still has pain every day. So I kind of like worry and have anxiety. Um, so that's a hurdle for me just kind of daily, I guess. Um, and then during PA school, one of my rotations, specifically my peds rotation, I actually, so I had just finished the rotation, woke up Monday morning. I had worked out, made like a smoothie, like it was going to be a good day. And then I checked my grade and my preceptor gave me a failing grade. And Mm -hmm. I was completely shocked um, because they actually told me while I was on the rotation that I was doing fine. Um, Mm -hmm. so for me, if someone tells me I'm doing fine, naturally, I'm not going to change what I'm doing because I think I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, uh, so long story short, I had to write a letter to my professors. That way, when I spoke to them over zoom, I wouldn't, you know, cry without them having like my side of the story. Um, my professors ended up passing me because they know that I've never had someone mark me below average on anything ever, like in my life. Um, I actually take criticism really well. So if someone tells me that I'm horrible at something, I want them to teach me everything. So then I'm great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But they didn't actually give me that opportunity. They just kind of told me I was doing fine. And then they kind of just let me flop, I guess. So, Um, so in that moment, um, so for PA school, if you fail a rotation, you know, rotations are anywhere from four to six weeks. So if you fail a rotation, you have to redo it. So, you know, that would have meant pushing my graduation back, which of course it would have only been two weeks, but, um, you know, with all my military documents and all my commissioning stuff, everything has a specific graduation date. Um, so it just would have looked really bad. Um, So luckily my program passed me. I didn't have to go, I didn't have to redo it, but that was like a huge hurdle um, getting that horrible review because I had never experienced that before. So. Wow. Wow. Well, well, I mean, I just, just to recap, ladies and gentlemen, I always do this question and answer and everything. And so this is what she said. So uh, from community college to university and, you know, you got to make sure you look for a community college, or the actual university uh, that will count towards your credit. You know, sometimes they don't communicate, right? So you got to make sure uh, that community college or whatever university that you're you're wanting to transition to, uh, they match the system and everything. You know, sometimes it's it's you know the dates and the system, and it needs to match up. That's why I encourage my daughter. Hey, go ahead, go get your prereqs in the same college that you're going to get your, 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 your degree. So that's very, very important there. So that's a learning thing there. Uh, number two, you know, the, the diagnosis of her husband, uh, it, that's really hard, but did that stop her? No, life doesn't stop. You know, we just have to keep pushing forward. Yes. We need to, uh, take care of the family too, but, uh, with her pushing forward, being a PA, then she can serve more then she can take care of her husband more. So that's the lesson there, ladies and gentlemen. And number three, you know, the peed rotation, people will fail you. It's all subjective, ladies and gentlemen. Like what happened to Yolanda? 
people will fail you, people will disappoint you, and they, will that stop you from getting better and stronger and pushing you to the next level? No, just have to keep pushing forward, just keep doing it. You know, it's just, it, there, it doesn't matter how many times you failed or fallen or got sick, ladies and gentlemen. What matters how many times you do this and get up and do this all over again. All right. Uh, Yolanda, any last parting wisdom for our friends and Facebook friends and YouTube friends in our group? Any last, you know, special encouragement for them? Uh, last parting wisdom. If you know you're going to apply to PA school and you're taking your prerequisites, have your science teachers write you letters, tell them to save it to their desktop. That way they can upload it for you three years later when you're ready to apply. Um, people often have a hard time finding letters of recommendation, you know, people to write the letters. Um, and they like to see letters, um, you know, from your science professors, from a PA, you know, your supervisor at work. Um, so it's best to kind of gather all those things early. Um, because most likely if you're applying to PA school, you're a type A person and you're going to have all everything you're supposed to submit, <laughs> but then you have to wait on other people to do their part. Um, and unfortunately, everyone who's going to be writing a letter for you, you know, is probably in a high position. They're managing people or they're teaching a class, you know, so they're busy. Um, so give people time to write the letters. Um, another thing. I recommend people take one science course at a time, especially if you're working full time. Um, taking one science course at a time gives you a better chance of getting that A. Um, a lot of people will say, oh, PA programs want you to take 18 credit hours to show that you can handle the load. Um, I never did that. Um, I worked full time and the most amount of credits I took, I think was 12 and that was one semester. Um, so I was used to doing about nine credits. And then once PA school came around, some semesters were 18, and but I was able to handle it because when you switch from working full time to being in a classroom full time, the work is kind of like the same, you know, as far as, you know, time wise. Um, so one science course at a time. Um, doing mock interviews. Um, if you know you're not good at interviewing, it's good to find another pre-PA student or, you know, there's a lot of paid services where they'll like interview you, give you like feedback and stuff like that. Uh, I actually do mock interviews because um, I think they're fun. And before I got accepted, um, another pre-PA student mock interviewed me and then I got accepted and then I interviewed her and then she got accepted. So, you know, you could just find someone on Facebook, which is what I did, um, you know, because no one knows each other on Facebook. So it'd be the same as paying someone, you know what I mean, to give you like the feedback. Um, so those are probably the best tips and just mental health, take breaks. <laughs> um, if you get burned out, if you need to take a semester off, you should, you should. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much, Yolanda. I appreciate you for coming over. I just wanted to recap on what she said. You know, your science teachers, your letter of recommendation, like, like what Yolanda said, they are very busy you know, go grab it now and then you save it, you know, save it on your email, your your drive, your OneDrive or or whatever on your cloud. So that's very, very important, right? Uh, number two, you know, take one science course at a time, like what she said, one day at a time, ladies and gentlemen, because when you take everything at the same time, the tendency is you're going to have a hard time concentrating. You may pass it, but the grade will be a little bit lower compared to, you know, taking in more focused. You know, remember the word uh, uh, focus, 
finish one course until successful. F-O-C-U-S. Finish one course until successful. If you, you know, get all these credits at the same time, you're going to be like, oh, this is a hard subject. And then you got this other subject and they're both hard. Yes, you may pass it, but it's just, uh, you know, B or a C. But if you focus and get that, you know, one awesome grade, boom, you know, it's going to be A plus or whatever. And, you know, just yesterday or two days ago, uh, my daughter, my wife and I, uh, we talked to uh, uh, the PTA program here in Jackson Community College. And that's what she also recommend, you know. Don't get those dual credit courses because you're just going to be so, you know, doing this and everything. And yes, it's nice to, you know, do that. But like what uh, Yolanda said, your mental health. Mental health is very, very important uh, because you cannot give what you do not have. You know, we're in the healthcare profession where it's called caregiving. You're giving care. If your own mental health is not healthy, (laughs) how can you give care? You know, just like money. I cannot give money to my kids if I don't have enough money myself. I cannot give care to someone else if I don't take care of myself. Self-care is not selfish, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Again, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Yolanda. Appreciate you. You are such an um, inspiration uh, to us in the group. Uh, I wish we can have you again, you know, ask you more questions. I know you're a very busy uh, woman and uh, you're there on Eastern time. But before I let you go, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before I let you go, uh, I would like you guys to remember the word FAST, F-A-S-T, letter F, find friends that will push you to your next level because you are the average of the five people you hang out with. So who are you hang out with? Yolanda, she hanged out with her friends who are also applying for PA school. Guess what? If she hanged out with people who were complaining in the rehab field, guess what? She'll end up complaining too. And get stuck in that certain situation. But no, she had friends who were applying for PA school too. And look at what she's become. She's become a PA. Right? So find friends that will push you to your next level. You know what's the next letter on the word fast? It's letter A. Like this, letter A. Take action. All this stuff that we're doing, it's not even gonna, it's not gonna do me good. It's not even gonna do Yolanda good if you don't take action. Take action by reaching out to Yolanda. Take action by uh, uh, going to her Instagram. Yolanda, what's your Instagram handle again? It's Yolanda.n.medicine. <laughs> there you go, Yolanda.n.medicine or something like that. Just Google her or whatever. Yolanda Johnson, PA there in, in Instagram. Reach out to her. Take action, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, imperfect action beats perfect in action. A lot of us, we are analyzing. We want everything to be perfect. It's, the perfection is not going to come, ladies and gentlemen. Just have to keep doing it one day at a time. You know what's the next letter in the word fastest? Letter S. Letter S. Shoot for the moon. Why? If you keep shooting for the moon, you're going to miss it. But you're going to be landing with the star. So kept shooting for the moon. You will guess what? I landed with the star tonight. Her name is Yolanda. Just keep shooting for the moon, ladies and gentlemen you will eventually land with the stars. And you know what? The last letter is letter T. Letter T is teach it. Why? Because when you hear it, you forget. When you see it, you remember. But when you're actually teaching it, you're actually understanding it more. Again, thank you very much, my Facebook friends, YouTube friends. Thank you very much, Yolanda. Appreciate you for your time and effort and for inspiring us. 
We will see you again next week. Same time, same channel. Alternative Healthcare Career Group. We appreciate you. Be awesome. Be great. Be excellent. And I'll see you later, my Facebook and YouTube friends. Bye-bye. Hello Note is a truly therapist-friendly practice management solution with integrated EMR that will enhance workflow, efficiency, and patient care. Hello Note reduces error and allows you to spend more time with your patients. It comes integrated with billing. Claims are generated once a note is completed. You can bill with one click and a patient portal, which streamlines the patient intake process. Beautifully engineered and cloud-based for easy accessibility, the software works on all platforms. You can access patient records from anywhere. We also offer 24-7 support. HelloNote is the practice management solution that you're looking for. I hope you enjoyed the show. Check out our website at drmikechua.com or alternativehealthcarecareers.com for more information. Again, ACG, be awesome, be great, be excellent. Thank you and hope to see you on our next episode. Goodbye.